Here's what you missed from the KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. Good morning. Christy here. Mark has the day off. I am solo in the studio, but not fully solo. I have an amazing singer-songwriter on the line with me, Katie. Katie Nicole is with us. Katie, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, I am great. This is so neat getting to talk to you today because, I mean, our listeners know you from your music. You've got Hold On and Jesus' Name, God is in This Story, and your most recent release, My God Can. You just have such powerful lyrics to your music, but I know that those lyrics didn't come from an easy place, right? Mm, Yes, it's definitely parts of my story that are somewhat dark that have definitely produced a lot of these lyrics, and I've had some painful times in my life. It's produced some beautiful things. Mm -hmm. If you will, just share with us a little bit about your journey, how God met you in one of those darkest places, and how you became to where you are today. Mm. You know, I actually never saw myself doing Christian music. When I started singing, um, I I just wrote songs about things in my life, but but never really involved the name of Jesus. And uh, when I was 18, I actually met a worship pastor who invited me to his church and asked me to to lead worship and and play one of my songs. And I was like, hmm, I I don't know about this because I just feel like I don't see myself doing anything in a church, but I give it a shot, you know, because I was like, maybe this is an open door. Maybe this is where I'm supposed to walk through. And so prior to that, I had been struggling a lot too, um, because I've had two back surgeries. Uh, the first one I had when I was 15 and the second one I had when I was 18. And in between, um, both of those surgeries, I was in a lot of pain, the pain so bad that my mental health was just absolutely destroyed. And I was so depressed, so anxious every single day. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't have the motivation to really do much of anything. I ended up just kind of realizing that I don't know if I have a purpose in this life. I didn't know Jesus the way that I needed to know Jesus in that dark time. But still I had I had the Lord. You know, even though I didn't just didn't have that relationship. I knew who the Lord was. I knew that I was praying to him. I knew that I just I couldn't understand why he would put me in the position that I was in. So I had a lot of anger and resentment and and it got to a place where I contemplated ending my life. And I went to so many doctors, tried so many things, but eventually my surgeon just said, okay, you know what? We're just going to essentially reverse what we did the first time. They put metal rods and screws in my back when uh, they did the first surgery to straighten my spine from scoliosis. And then the second one, they went in and they actually removed the metal from my spine. And so it just was, you know, not the norm. That doesn't usually happen. And there were a lot of warning signs of like, this could go terribly wrong. Mm. You know, this might not be what you actually want to do. And and I just said, basically, I don't know if I'm going to make it to tomorrow. Please just do anything that you can. And so I had the surgery. And when I came out, that was when I just really met Jesus for the first time. I had an encounter with the Lord that was unlike anything I'd ever seen before in my whole life. And through that, after I had that surgery was actually when I was asked to go into a church and lead worship. And it was crazy how everything just started to line up so perfectly. And I started looking back on my life and realizing that was how it always was. Mm. But I didn't have the relationship with Jesus to really understand, oh, God, you're so good. You're so kind to me. You've actually put all of the pieces together together. And and now I'm finally starting to see that in all of the pain that I ever went through, there actually was something on the other side of it. 
there actually was a purpose. Now I'm seeing it in front of me for the first time ever. My heart was changing. My mind was changing. And I was just seeing that God had placed in my heart a heart of worship. Like he, he had planted a seed that was starting to grow. And so I started writing songs that were Christian and like talking about Jesus. And, and I had so many amazing mentors and just people that were pouring into me. And I was seeing the fruit of everything that, you know, it just was all leading up to this point. It just, it was crazy to see that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely mind blown at what God can do. Amen. We're talking with Katie Nicole this morning. You may know her from her songs in Jesus name. God is in this story or hold on in her most recent one. My God can. We're going to hear more from Katie. So hang with us. 90.9 KLRC. Good morning. Christy here. Mark has the morning off, but I am not alone. I have Katie Nicole on the phone and we've been having a pretty neat conversation about just her journey. She has been through some tough stuff and God has shown up. You hear her songs here on KLRC. Uh, one of them in Jesus name. Another God is in this story. Hold on. Uh, my God can. Katie, I just want to go back to that moment earlier when you mentioned you were in just the darkest place where you even contemplated ending your life. God met you there. And can you just explain to us what happened in that moment? What kept you from, from making that life-altering decision? The Lord just spoke over my life to hold on. He wasn't done yet. He wasn't writing that story in it, that there was something on the other side. It was crazy to see that, like, in that moment that he was speaking over my life to hold on, you know, I knew I knew the truth. I finally knew the truth. And I knew uh, just who my God truly was. And I'm so grateful that that is, you know, how he's blessed me mm -hmm. and how he and how he moved. So uh, just in general, I'm I'm grateful just mm -hmm. to be alive today. Is, is that what inspired your song? Hold on. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was just that moment you felt like God was saying, hold on, Katie, just hold on. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone right now who, who is in that place where they just can't see a way out right now? How would you encourage them? I would encourage them by saying that, you know, hope isn't gone. Hope is still in the middle of your, your story because hope is in Jesus. And as long as you have Jesus, you're going to make it. You are going to make it. You just have to hold on to him because here's the thing. He's never going to let you go. And know that he has a lot of promises that he's made to you. And the thing about Jesus is that he keeps those promises. Um, and I have seen it in my life. I have felt it. I, I know it. I can testify of it. And I think a lot of people are like, well, I haven't seen it. Well, I promise you, if you're still waiting, that's okay. But he's, he's going to come through at some mm -hmm. point. And it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I love what you said a little bit earlier. You said there's always the other side. When you got on mm -hmm. this side of things and you're like, wow, now I see what God was doing. And sometimes it's hard for us, I think, whenever we are in the middle of that to really keep our eyes fixed on that. You know, like there, yes. this, this isn't it. Like th this is a, a time. This is a season of hard but it, it won't be this way forever. No, I, I really, I appreciate your honesty and vulnerability with that so much. And, and I love how you, you came out of that surgery and, and God just started rocking your world and it inspired the music that we're hearing today. And it's just a reminder that God uses all of it, all the heart. He will, he will use it for our good. And oftentimes, just like in your music, he is using everything that you've been through to really bless so many of us. So we're hanging out here with Katie Nicole this morning and more to come. Stay with us.
90.9 KLRC. Good morning, Christy here. Solo in the studio. Mark has the morning off, but I'm not totally alone. Katie Nicole, she is joining us this morning. We've been having a neat conversation just about the journey she has walked through, some pretty hard stuff, and how out of that, God is using it to write powerful lyrics in the hit songs that you've heard here on KLRC. Songs like In Jesus' Name, uh, the song Hold On, also God is in this story, and then her most recent release, My God Can. Now, speaking to In Jesus' Name, Katie, your story is so cool. There you were just singing, and you decided to put a video on TikTok, right? Yeah, I, I was making TikTok videos, and uh, one of those happened to be life-altering. I, I'd post in a clip of uh, the song that you know today as In Jesus' Name, and it somehow went viral. There were, you know, millions of people that were seeing it. Millions of people were posting it. It was, you know, traveling through the internet in a way that was just kind of unbelievable and not what anyone ever expected. In our minds, we weren't like, that's what this is going to do, <laughs> you know? And so that is kind of the craziest, coolest part of the story. Well, tell me what that journey's been like for you. Like you put out In Jesus' Name, it goes viral on TikTok, and then the next thing you know, you're in a studio recording the song. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a whirlwind. I felt like, it, I mean, it still feels like it's just like a roller coaster ride. Um, I'd already been signed to a record label, already, you know, had been in the process of writing songs and things like that. And this song just happened to come from one of the trips that I had taken to Nashville. And they didn't see it as that big of a deal at first, but then they started to realize the impact that it was actually having. It had 80 million impressions on it. And so there was just no denying that it needed to be released, that it needed to reach the people that it needed to reach. And we were like, all right, God, do what you're going to do with this. Mm-hmm. Well, can you think of one story that comes to mind of how you've seen that song impact someone's life? Um, I mean, I've met multiple young gals that were dealing with sickness and it's just their anthem. It's their battle song. It's their, I know that I'm going to get through this song. And, and it's one of the most incredible things to know that, you know, not only am I reaching just a mass of people, I'm reaching young girls. And, you know, I was once a little girl. And it's, so it just kind of reminds me of some of the struggles that I went through and how I felt very alone in that. And now I'm making someone else feel less alone in the world. And I think that's so beautiful. Mm, I do too. Thank you so much for sharing. And, uh, and I know this is the, the spiritual serious side of Katie. Now mm-hmm. help our listeners know a little bit about the fun side of Katie. What do you love to do? <laughs> oh man. I, well, I love my cat. Her name is Spooky. <laughs> um, I love Legos. I'm a big Lego fan. Uh, yep. Yep. I'm just the girl who likes video games and Legos. All that. That is awesome. We love that. Well, we know you're going to be near us. You're going to be in Tulsa at Winter Jam, and there's a lot of powerful singers you're going to be hanging out with. Lecrae, Seventh Day Slumber, New Song, Kane Crowder, all of them. They're going to be there with you at Winter Jam in Tulsa, and then you're going to be in North Little Rock. So Mm -hmm. we're we're kind of in between both of those places. So a lot of our listening family will be able to to attend one of those concerts, maybe even both. And so tell me a little bit about winter jam and what our listening family can expect Mm, it's just a beautiful night of worship and fellowship and just community honestly bring a friend bring your family just it's gonna be a really great time i can't wait to see you all right well katie 
thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us this morning. We love what you're doing. Um, definitely, we know God is is behind everything that you've got going on, and we're super grateful for the work that you put mm-hmm. in just to spread the message of, of Jesus. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. We've been talking to Katie Nicole this morning. If you want to re-listen to this interview, you can always go to the KLRC app, click on the podcast section, and click on KLRC On Demand, and then you can listen to the whole interview from this morning. So researchers collected 15,000 regrets from around the world. Their number one lesson is just three words long. So many people try and live by a no regrets motto, pushing aside the thoughts of past mistakes and focusing relentlessly basically on the future. Well, Dan Pink's motto is exactly the opposite. He says, hey, give me as many regrets as possible. He put out a post on social media and he just said, hey, what's your most painful regret? The response was incredible, 15,000 entries. And after combing through all of these regrets, he came down to three words. This was the, the repeated theme that he saw in all of these regrets. Here are the three words, always reach out. Pink said what really stuck out to him were the stories about people in relationships that had drifted apart who didn't reach back out with each other. And then in some cases it was too late. And in other cases, it was just bugging them the whole time. Pink said it was the stubbornness with which people would fail to heal fraying relationships. And it frustrated him until he even realized that he too was guilty of failing to reach out to people he knew he should reconnect with. He said those stories changed both his own perspective and his behavior. He said, now my own mode as a human being is that if I'm at a juncture where I'm saying, should I reach out or should I not reach out? He said, I already know the answer. I should always reach out. And to add to his research, a team led by the University of Pittsburgh, their graduate school of business marketing, they did a series of 13 experiments with nearly 6,000 participants, and they came up with the same conclusion. They said across all 13 experiments, those who initiated contact significantly underestimated how much it would be appreciated. The more surprising check-ins tended to be the especially powerful ones. So basically, so many of us are agonizing over whether to make what we fear might be an awkward connection just by reaching out when the person on the other side would be thrilled if we did. And because of all this research, Dan wrote a book. He calls it The Power of Regret. And he wants us all to know that when in doubt, always reach out. I just love the effort Dan put into this research. And and I love the story because I think it translates into our own lives just as Christians, as believers You know, we have so many moments throughout our day that we think, you know, should I reach out where God puts someone on our heart? And it might just take a quick moment just to send a text and say, hey, you're on my heart today. God sees you. He loves you. And I love you. Simple texts like that can make all the difference in someone's day. And you never know how they might respond either. It might end up making a huge difference in your day. That's what God does anyway. He loves to multiply. And that's your positive difference story of the day. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christie.